Hello and welcome to Cooking Your Way Through Life. Today's episode is Cooking Your Way Through Fuckboys. And today's recipe is going to be shrimp rasta pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking Your Way Through Life is a podcast combining knowledge of the kitchen and applying it to real life situations. This podcast is all about understanding techniques to make things you already know even better. Topics from traveling on a budget, setting and achieving short and long-term goals, and of course, cooking. On today's episode, me and Warren break down the difference between being a fuckboy for life and just having fuckboy tendencies. We also share some of our experiences and tell you where we are in our lives right now. I'm also going to show you how to make the most amazing shrimp rasta pasta. Super easy, super flavorful, and anyone can do it with any of the ingredients that you like. So get ready. Please welcome Chef Hollywood. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Cooking Your Way Through Life with me, Chef Hollywood. Today we are bringing back one of your favorites from across the pond. He's here to talk about something that um, me and him might know something about. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but without further ado, it is your favorite tattoo artist, used to be cruise director and all-around world traveler, Warren. What's up, hello, bro? Hello, hello. How's it going? Welcome, welcome back. It's going pretty good. How you doing? It's like it's like coming back to your house after you've been away for a little bit. It's like it's comfortable, you know. You know where yeah. things are. But don't but don't make it messy though. Like keep everything. Yeah, messy. make sure you yeah. still do your washing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we are um we're talking about fuckboys, and you know I shopped this topic around to a lot of people this season because if you guys have listened to the season so far, you pretty much know that almost anybody that was on this season could talk about this topic <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> but I decided to look at it from a different perspective. We're going to talk to you guys from our perspective, which maybe can enlighten some people out there or make us feel bad about ourselves. We'll Probably see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, we're going to go over a cool idea of a recipe today. So as you know, I've been talking about the recipes for season three and I kind of got back to season one where it ties into the topic. Now, when I think about Fuckboy, I think about a lot of my friends' experiences, a lot of my female friends' experiences. And a mm-hmm. lot of times, I don't know why, but it's like a stereotype of Fuckboy. They know how to cook one thing. Oh, God. What chicken, is it? Chicken Alfredo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and it always comes up in a conversation. And I don't know why. Like, it just be like they be throwing down with, like, the chicken that's already cooked. And Alfredo sauce from the bottle and like yeah. boom, pasta. And I'll be like, really? yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like overcooked as well. It's, it's overcooked. Everything's overcooked. It's already like, <laughs> so I was like, we're not going to do chicken Alfredo. We're going to do some shrimp rasa pasta today. Ooh, which is like, I an, like it. An, an elevated version of a fuckboy. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's, like, no. it's like you used to chick- cook chicken Alfredo, but then you went and got some fresh ingredients, just living your yeah. best life. Yeah, we're going to do it, you know, all fresh. It's the evolution, you know. Yeah. We're all growing here. So, Boy you know. 2.0. <laughs> In the words of Kelly from Insecure, growth. That's the keyword <laughs> here today, yeah. growth. <laughs> mm. So without further ado, let's jump into our recipe today. So with the shrimp rasta pasta, there's two reasons why I chose this outside of the chicken alfredo. One, because I always do try to tie it into the recipe to the show, but also the guests here. So I know that my boy Warren is pescatarian, so I want to make something yep, that he yep, can actually yep. make at home. Uh, so that's why we added in the shrimp to the chicken out. And then the rasta pasta, one, we can use the fresh ingredients, like he said, and it's a lot easier than people think, but it also ties into my boy's heritage because if you oh. didn't listen to season one, you know that he's from Jamaica, you know, so shout out to Jamaica. At least half of me is, you know? I mean, you know, you know, half, half. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, just wanted to make that mash up there a little bit. So this dish is super easy, which is why a lot of people make it and pasta in general. Um, the biggest thing is what Warren just said is overcooking your pasta. So in this instance, if you are making pasta at home and you are making pasta from a box, which most of us do, not a lot of us are making fresh pasta, like mm-hmm. on our downtime, always remember that whatever the box says, cook your pasta three to five minutes less. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step. The 
the box is telling you to cook your pasta until it's completely done. But usually, unless you're just eating pasta and butter or pasta and oil and salt and pepper, you're not finished when your pasta is done. So you're not just going straight from the pot to eat it. So you always want to cook it a little less so you can finish it up with the other ingredients that you have. In this case, shrimp, bell peppers, onions, all kind of things. So you always want to cook it a little less. Al dente, if you want to get professional. Al dente. Yeah, impress your friends out there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other thing is you always want to make sure your pasta is getting done at the same time as your sauce. So this is all about time management. In this case, since we're doing shrimp and not chicken, we can actually start our pasta at the same time that we start everything else because the shrimp won't take that long to cook. If you're cooking chicken, Alfredo, or chicken, rasta pasta, you do want to make sure you cook your chicken first because it will take a lot longer than everything else coming together. Mm-hmm. So for now, the first thing you need to do is if you're buying your shrimp, you will always make sure that you are deveining and deshelling your shrimp or buying it already deveined and deshelled. You can keep the tails on. Little chef trick here. Most of the time in the restaurants, we only keep the, sh- the tail on the shrimp to make it appear bigger and look more appealing to you as the guest. Yeah. So if you're at home, you don't need that. But if you're taking a picture for the ground, keep the tail on because it's going to look better. You know? Yeah, because <laughs> as as a premium fuckboy that we are <laughs> inhabiting for this episode, that <laughs> premium fuckboy wants to make sure that the girl he's cooking for can take that fire picture for the gram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got to make sure it looks good because if you send it to the girl, per se, if you are a fuckboy, not that I would do this, you know, you definitely no, make sure it looks good. From experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. you know, like hypothetically, you would want it <laughs> to look good so you can send it to multiple people and they all enjoy the picture. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get different angles, guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Lighting is king. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of your shrimp being deveined and um, deshelled or taking the shell off, you also want to make sure our pasta water is on. So in this case, get your pasta water on. So it's one pound of pasta to four quarts of water to one tablespoon of salt. Okay. Those those measurements mean nothing to me because I'm English. Oh, Please yeah, continue. that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> as an American who is also a fuckboy as a country, we don't really care that other people don't use our You're measurements right. because <laughs> I'll use Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's true. America is notorious for just like making shit up, and I didn't even realize this until me and Warren working together at Hot America. You guys already know the story. Like worked on cruise ships. When I was yep. doing cooking shows around the world, I would say things like half and half or, you know, just different different things that are very normal to me. And people be like, what the fuck is half and half? Yep. I didn't realize, like, we're so lazy in America that we didn't want to have milk and cream. So we just invented half and half. <laughs> and nobody else used nobody. it but us. Nobody. But it's everywhere in America. <laughs> like, it's just a staple for no reason. And I'm nope. like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> yeah. So. There are a lot of things in America that are different outside of America, guys. <laughs> so outside of, um, oh, after we get our water on and we have our pasta ready to go in, we don't want to do anything else until our water is boiling. So this is the perfect time to do all your prep work. Remember, your prep work is 70% of cooking here. So if everything's done ahead of time, makes your life so much easier. The water is going to take at least 10 minutes to 15 minutes to boil, unless you have one of those super induction burners, which is like yeah. three minutes. It's really cool. But if you don't, yeah. it's going to take about 10 to 15 minutes to boil. So this gives you time to season your shrimp. So we want to make sure we put a little extra virgin olive oil. And we're going to make rasta pasta. So we're going to use some jerk seasoning here. Now I make my own jerk seasoning. But if you don't, then you can just get the best jerk season that you know, whatever jerk season that you can find that's your favorite. We just want to put a little bit on that shrimp to get that marinated room temp just sitting out so it can kind of absorb. And then we're using <clears throat> oh, man. we're using bell peppers, <laughs> onions, mushrooms, and then depending on your heat level, jalapeno to habanero peppers. So for you today, Warren, you want to go jalapeno, habanero. Habanero all day long. Oh, right. Maybe both. Oh, right, oh, right. Maybe both. Oh, I mean, you know, if you want to do both, then I would suggest using red bell peppers or orange or yellow bell peppers, then using the jalapenos. That's your green 
with the other oh, color. Oh, small. Keep and then putting it, yeah, get the colors going. And then do the habanero for the heat. You won't yeah. really see the habanero as much, but you want that for the heat. But that'll give you the colors because, as we know, we eat with our eyes first. So that gives us red and yellow, and green, the orange in there. But it'll be very small. For onions, I'm using red onions today because it gives us that purple. Gives us a little more color. And then for mushrooms, I just say use your favorite mushrooms. Um, in this case, like button mushrooms even work. But if you can get some really cool like forest mushrooms, gives this a whole different unami kind of flavor. I love like a good like a uh, selection of forest mushrooms. Yeah. Like Ooh, you go to farmers good. markets, you can get like the whole um I go to one farm market here in Atlanta, the cat farms market. Sometimes they have a I don't know what it's called, like it's like a a random box of mushrooms. Yeah. And it's cool because it just has like a couple like oyster, a couple like black. They all have like, it's like all different these... flavors as well. Yeah. And it's perfect for something like this because it brings it all together. So yep. get all those items chopped up, get your shrimp marinated, and we will wait for our water to boil before we move on to the next step. So as our water is boiling, we have stuff marinating. Let's get into today's topic, guys. So what exactly is a fuckboy in your opinion, Warren? Oh, it's a tough question. I think it's more a perception than it is like an actual like I don't I don't know if you could ever say somebody's like somebody is a football. It's somebody's perception of somebody else. And it tends to be the perception of like a girl or a group of girls um about some about a guy who doesn't exactly treat girls in the best way is probably the most diplomatic way I could say it. Okay. So what's the undiplomatic way you could say? (laughs) Um, It's a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know now because you're (laughs) I'd probably say like the unfiltered truth of what most people think a fuckboy is, is just a guy that goes around sleeping with loads of women, um, probably tells them a bunch of lies or not necessarily lies, but tells them what they want to hear so that he can get whatever he wants from them, is what I'd probably say most people's opinion of a fuckboy is. I would agree. I would agree. I would would also say, though, you said, like, it's the most of the time, which I agree that the majority is perception from girls to guys, but I am a big advocate that the word fuckboy is not gender exclusive, because I know some fuckboys that are girls. (laughs) I know, and I don't don't want to say fuckgirls. Like, I don't change the word to fuck girls because you're a fuckboy. Like, it, it's just, yeah. it hits harder. It, like, it resonates better. Like, no, nah, I'm not changing it. Like, you're a fuckboy. But I agree with you about the, um, because I, I always look at it like, and I never thought about the perception of it because I have called people just fuckboys. But I guess it's my perception of them. Yeah. Because, you know, like, obviously they don't call themselves, but maybe they do. I don't maybe know. Maybe they do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do feel like it's like the, it's like the evolution of being a player from like the nineties where, yeah. where like, you know, you, you do things just to see if you can do it. It's like, you don't even want to sleep with these girls. Like, like really, you don't even want to like have all this attention to have it. You just want to do it for sport. Yeah. Like you just out here telling lies and being this person just for sport, just because you're bored or like, you just, you know, like it, it's, it's not even, it's not even like something high up on your to-do list. It's just like, nah, eh, whatever. I'm gonna do this well. Nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think that's why a lot of times it's perceived as a negative thing because you don't really do that in a positive light, you know. Um, in my opinion, but no, um, maybe could, maybe you could. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I would like to think that most people don't do it to necessarily like hurt somebody but they're just it's more of a selfish thing like they're thinking more about their own like oh yeah i'll take that one off the list like oh yeah i'll, I'll yeah. take that girl off the list you know and it's 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 not necessarily like a oh yeah i want to fuck that person over it's it's like a it's like a oh yeah i'll just take it after this but you, they, they don't think about the um consequences of that you know from the other yeah. person's perception or opinion I think that's like, um, so Amanda Seals, Amanda Seals actually has a, an amazing video on this, guys, on YouTube. It's like five minutes long, so go watch it about fuckboys. I, I really <laughs> think it's a must-see for everybody, but she says something in there kind of is like what you're saying now, where 
she explains it in her opinion that fuckboys fall into two categories of being narcissist or narcissistic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're a narcissist, then you're kind of a fuckboy for life. So now yeah. you're like aware of what you're doing. Like, you know, like it's like you you're not intentionally hurting somebody, but then when somebody points out to you, you're like, oh shit, I was hurting bitches or people. <laughs> I was hurting people. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep doing it because you know whatever. But then you're a narcissist, then you get to the point where just like, oh shit, I was hurting people. So maybe I should take a step back and understand like it is me. Like I'm doing shit that's yeah. foul out here. And yeah, I think that's, that's when it yeah, that's it's a growth thing as well though. Like, I mean <clears throat> you yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's a growth thing. Like you're saying, it, you could fall into two categories. So either it is a, a growth thing and at a certain point in life, you take a look at yourself and you go, oh yeah, this, is, this isn't healthy and it's not going to get me to a place that's going to make me happy. Or you yeah. just keep going and going, well, no, I'm enjoying life. So let's just keep doing it. Yeah. And this brings me to my next point of um, growth. And I think that some of us who maybe used to be fuckboys or had fuckboy tendencies, what I like to say, um, we've learned now that that's not the way we should act all the time. And I think for me and Warren, I can I can go on record. We're not fuckboys today, but we <laughs> but, but, but we we've had fuckboy tendencies in the past. I'm gonna need um, you to keep this very <laughs> diplomatic because I know there can't be feelings hurt during this whole podcast. <laughs> Are there tendencies? Tendencies. Because, yeah. you know, like, some of the things where I always, like, noticed about what I would say in Fuckboy is also, like, the reaching out. So it's, like, the the wanting attention from different people. So, like I mentioned earlier with the picture, like, you yeah. send it to different people. Like, I feel like if you know somebody or you are somebody who sends the hey, big head or yeah. what you're doing to more than four people, yeah, you that's a, that's a tendency, bro. Like, yeah. you, that's yeah. a Fuckboy yeah. tendency. Yeah. Like, you, you, you're reaching out. You're reaching yep. out for a lot of people. There's a reason. People reach back out to you. Yep. And then, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, some of us still had those tendencies and we're still growing. And um, <laughs> some of us have moved on. <laughs> I'd like I to say guy in the category that's moved on. But. I think Sober Drake has. Drake <laughs> still has a lot of growth to do. Um, he's, <laughs> not really, he's not really fully evolved yet. I love but that I know both it, Drakes as well, so I can I can vouch for this. Well, you know, Joe Drake has evolved since last time you seen him a little bit, oh, like geez. a little bit. What evolved or evolved? Evolved, evolved. Okay, okay, I, I, all right. I don't. Um, I think the biggest. I think the biggest evolution for Drunk Drake is that he does not use his phone as much when he That's is drunk anymore. That's yes, cake. it was a lesson that um I had to learn the hard way. Very, a lot of mistakes <laughs> were made. A lot of mistakes were made, <laughs> <laughs> but they were all fun. So you know, something you have fun. I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, outside of fuckboy um, tendencies and stuff, and as I did mention, both of us have grown in the past. But I will say there are certain things that I still do that I, I question myself. I like pause and be like, "Shit, like that." That seems kind of because. One of the things I do, and I, I, I categorize this as a fuckboy tendency just because I feel like if somebody did it to me, I would say it. But one of the things I do is that I do talk to people the same way, like multiple people, until I feel like I want to take one to the next level. Yeah. And then I don't really tell the other people that I'm taking yeah. one to the next level because I don't really know if that next level is going to work. So then I don't want to <laughs> mess up you know, other things that <laughs> might be yeah. on the table. <laughs> yeah. But if it would happen to me, I'd be like, this fuck boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> this, this bitch just disappeared and now all of a sudden she got yeah. a boyfriend? Yeah. Like, what, what happened? Last week you were in the DMs and you were. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, and this is why oh, I say that this is not gender exclusive before you go because we have a mutual person that we know from ships. That's all I'm going to say. And they dating this chick who was definitely in my DMs like days before. It came out, they were dating this chick, and I was just like, God damn. <laughs> we're going to have to wait until the end of this episode so you can tell me who the fuck you're talking about. I would tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would <laughs> say 
that I think I have definitely grown. <clears throat> I think I think maybe in the past like four years, like I can honestly say that uh, the person I am when it comes to talking to people and blah, 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 blah has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was even before getting off cruise ships. Like even while I was on cruise ships, I still had like, I got to a point where I had like a pretty good moral standing. I think there's a few people that would disagree to that, but on the whole, (laughs) and if you're listening, I apologize, but on the whole, uh, I'd like to think that the majority of the time I was like being pretty fair, I guess. I think I do also have the problem where I will, um, like I don't know, this I get. I think this is definitely seen as a fuckboy tendency, but it's um to like to to distance myself and without without reason or not without reason. There's definitely always a reason, but without an There's explanation is what I should say. So I've normally distanced myself by just completely cutting contact contact and saying nothing, and then just go. That that was like a big thing of mine. I'd just disappear, and then that's it, which is not a good thing to do. I can yeah. I understand that now. I've yeah. grown. But um yeah, I think that was definitely one of my tendencies that would be conceived as being very fuckboy like. See, and I, I I applaud you and commend you for the growth that you're that you're saying that you did just because you did that. Like nobody forced you to realize that. Like nobody like put a gun to your head. Like you realized that on your own. I think it there was, there was a couple small. girls looking for me with guns, but they didn't fight well, me. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Oh, I, hope. I, hope, I hope that was a joke. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, he on land now. <laughs> yeah. If you see a red dot on my forehead, you know I'm fu- I fucked up. Look, you know, I'm going to air this just so your people will know that you, I was there with you until the last. This will get the most views ever. <laughs> oh, man. I um, I say that, though, because I feel like I only noticed my tendencies that I that I felt like I was being a fuckboy a little bit or having fuckboy tendencies when it directly happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, And it kind of made me be like, shit, is this how I'm making other people feel? This shit is whack. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, because uh, I, I did have a, so I have a, uh, how can I say this politically? If everybody said, uh, <laughs> I was in a situation shit. Okay, one of but, those. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, then they disappeared. Like they, they did what you did. They like, I guess they dissed themselves. But then, like, they just popped back up. Like yeah. nothing happened. You ever had one of those phone calls where like me and my sisters do all the time to be joking around, like your phone drops off, but then when you call back, you just start back talking like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same bullshit. I was like, no, this is not <laughs> we can't no, 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 no. So um, so yeah, I was just like, hold on, have I done this to other people? And you know Abby. Me and yeah. Abby are me and Abby think it's these. But at the same time, we have we have grown because we we talk through our situations and we notice now that like when people do this shit to us, it's not as fun. So we gotta stop doing it to people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um yeah. So I think that's that's why I grew. But like I can say I, I appreciate you growing from a different reason. And you might have grew out of fear. It's not like grew out of fear, <laughs> but you know, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but but it made it work. It worked. I think I think mine was I ended up like getting into um like pretty serious either relationships or like things you know and that kind of got me to a point where i realized that treating somebody in a negative way like isn't good for that person and is probably never going to be good for me like in the long run for, like in myself you know so <clears throat> if it's if it's I, I i got to a point where i was just like if it's not going to be something serious then it's then it's there's no point you know and that I think that change made me then stop being a dickhead. The perception of a dickhead. Um, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people that perceive you that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure when this comes out, I'll get quite a few messages. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I think that helped me like 
go, you know, like once I've realized that if it's not serious, I don't want it, then I've just, then that changed a lot of things anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, like we said, the key word this episode is growth, man. You, you have to, you, you have to be self, you have to hold yourself accountable. And I think yeah. that's something that like, if you're a football for life, you would never do because that's the whole, like the whole reason why you're continually doing this because you're not holding yourself accountable for anything. So. I think that's I think that's for anything in life anyway. Like if as long as you can hold yourself accountable, whether it's your job or relationships or anything, if you can hold yourself responsible for your own or accountable for your own actions, then it doesn't really matter what anybody else does because at least you've done what you feel was right in the situation as as far as it pertains to yourself, you know. Yeah. True that. All right, before we get too, too deep into this conversation, I think we've shared a lot so far already, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back into the food. So our water is definitely boiling right now. Um, I mean, it's hot we, in the kitchen. it is getting very hot in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our shrimp has been marinated, our bell peppers and onions and mushrooms ready to go. Like, guys, like, I don't think you understand. If you never made this dish or a pasta dish like this in general, you've done all the heavy lifting. So now the only thing we need to do is put our pasta in the water. We're going to wait for it to cook. And like I mentioned earlier, if you cook it off a box, just go five to three minutes, three to five minutes before the time it says. So if it says 20 minutes, go 17. But the other thing is, too, we want to make sure you understand like what al dente is. So don't listen to those old school tricks of throwing your pasta against the wall. Like, please, please don't. Um, <laughs> like, it, first of all, it does not work. <laughs> Unless you have spaghetti or linguine, like you're not throwing like pen, pen, like different pasta shapes against it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I, can't, <laughs> I can't even think of one that like would stick outside of spaghetti right now. Um, but the other thing is, see, you can taste it. You're at home, you're cooking, you're going to have this dish. You just want to start eating your pasta to understand what al dente means. So everyone knows what a mushy piece of pasta is it's gonna yep. dissolve in your hand is no no texture in your mouth that's way overcooked there's never where we want to go when you say al dente it means that you can taste the pasta it has a bite al dente means to the tooth so it has a bite to the tooth so it means it has a little resistance but you know that it can be cooked a little bit longer yeah so this is why we want to undercook it because we're going to eventually put it into the sauce that we're going to make and it's the last cooking stage we want is that the sauce will be absorbed into the pasta. So when your pasta's cooking, it's absorbing that water. And that's why we put the salt in there. But we don't want it to just be water, pasta, and then sauce on top. We want it to actually be like a saucy dish. So mm-hmm. that's the real reason we want to go with this, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. So get our pasta in the water. We can go ahead and start cooking our basically our sauce now, because as I mentioned. You want a time management, so get your pasta going and your sauce at the same time. We're going to use some extra virgin olive oil here. And we're only using extra virgin olive oil because we're not cooking anything too hot. So always remember your, your temperatures on oil's range. So the smoke point is the highest point you can cook that oil before it starts to burn. Extra virgin olive oil has a low smoke point, meaning that we don't want to cook. We don't want to deep fry with it, basically. Yeah. It will burn before your item cooks. But uh-huh. in this case... We're gonna cook. We're gonna saute things very fast. We also want the flavor from extra virgin olive oil, so to help us out. So we're gonna start with some extra virgin olive oil in our pan, and we're gonna start with our bell peppers, our habaneros, our jalapenos that we're using today, and our onions. So let's get these sweated out. So when we say sweat, it's two different. Well, I guess uh, yeah, yeah. We'll go with two different ways that you can cook down your vegetables and onions and things in, in a pot in a pan here. So either you can go with sweating or you can go with caramelization. So caramelization is bringing out the natural sugars and caramelizing or browning the item, and then sweating is bringing out the natural flavors and basically infusing it into the pan, but keeping the sugars intact. So when we say sweating, that's when your things kind of look translucent. They still have a texture, but they're a little softer versus caramelizing. If you ever had caramelized onions or anything caramelized, it's super soft. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of flavor, but it's no texture. We want texture here and flavor in the dish. So we're going to sweat instead of caramelize. So a key fact to keeping your things from caramelizing because the nat- natural sugars come out anyway is to add the salt and pepper and your jerk seasoning to your pan now. So 
so the salt would draw out the moisture, moisture. so that yep. it would be moisture in the pan. As soon as these start to cook down, our second set of moisture will be the mushroom. So if you ever cook mushrooms, you know that it releases, they release a lot of liquid once you start cooking. If we do the mushrooms first, it'll be so much liquid in the pan that our other items won't have a chance to brown and become translucent. They were kind of just boil and the liquid that the mushrooms release, if that makes sense. Yep. So we don't want that to happen. So we want all these to kind of come together. So as that's happening, our pasta's cooking. Next, we're going to get our heavy cream out. Whatever cheese you want to use today. So today I'm going to use some Parmesan and cream cheese. And if you have this cheese, if you've never used it, it's really cool to add into here. It's called Manchango. So it's a soft white cheese. And it kind of gives you that cheddar vibes, but a little bit of provolone and the, the flavor profile. So it's kind of like a cheddar provolone, uh, provolone to me. And it works yeah. really good with this dish. You also need the, um, the two cheeses, the heavy cream, the white wine and cilantro so get those mm-hmm. items out and when we come back we will get into the next step of things all right so back into today's topic um i feel like we've repented for our past mistakes um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we talked about evolution we talked about growth um but let's go back to the to the start you know if you always hear the theory of nature versus nurture and like are you this person because of this happening to you? In your opinion, why do you think people become fuckboys? Like, are you just born a fuckboy? Like, you just out here, like, coming out the womb trying to scheme? Or <laughs> is it the, what I like to say, the old tale of hurt people hurt people? I think that's definitely, like, a thing. <clears throat> and I think that can explain, like, quite a few, like, the reason for quite a few people's activities. Should we say? But um, I think <laughs> also, I think also part of it is oh, I guess it's the same thing. Like, you know, some people um, were never shown like attention, mm-hmm. like for a certain period growing up. You know, like they weren't popular kids. They weren't like the kid that everyone. So then you get to a certain age, and then you probably you you've got to know this that like all the people you grew up with or went to school with, the ones that were the most popular and all that stuff and now the ones that do the worst jobs or don't have anything going for them you know yeah just tends to be the way (laughs) and so i think what happens is a lot of people um will kind of like blossom and then all of a sudden there's an abundance of uh of attention yeah and then that can kind of like get to people's heads and that can make people think that they are something that maybe not that they're not necessarily something, but that can make them think that that they have to indulge in all the opportunities and all of the options. Um, and I think that's like a, that I, I see that happening quite a lot. You, you'll notice people um, act a certain way that you know they didn't that they would never have acted before, you know. But they've got all of this attention. Like we worked on cruise ships. A big one is officers. Like I we all know. Popped in my head. Yeah. We, <laughs> we all know it. Like so, <laughs> on cruise ships, you have obviously the officers who are the people who are in charge of all of the like uh, either security or nautical or engineers. Engineers are normally cool, actually. I don't want to badmouth them. But the yeah. deck officers tend to be like either the nerdiest kids or just kids that I don't know. Like I had, like you have this feeling that they got bullied a lot, and then they went to like nautical school, which everyone else thought was weird. Everyone's like, "Why the fuck would you go to nautical school?" <laughs> but then they start working on cruise ships, and then all of a sudden you go on a cruise ship, and because you've got a stripe on your shoulder, that means that you're important because you have a single cabin and you have all these perks that some other people that work on the ship don't have. So all of a sudden you become the most attractive to all of these people. So then all of these, not all of them, a lot, some of these officers, I have some officers that are actually <laughs> really cool, so I don't want to offend them. But, like the baby Thor. <laughs> yeah, hold on, tight, baby Thor. Um, and Jamie, Jamie's a G. And Jamie, um, yeah, Jamie's awesome. But yeah, so you um, you end up having some of these officers who just tend to be dickheads, and it's because they never had attention. But all of a sudden, they're in a position now that affords them a lot of attention because of the perks that they get. And it just goes straight to the head. And all of a sudden, they think that they're something they're not. It's like you, you would never do a lot of the things or say a lot of the things 
if we weren't on a cruise ship, but you think because you're on a cruise ship and you have these stripes that you can talk to people a certain way and act a certain way. And Drake knows that sometimes I feel like I just have to tell them about themselves. So. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> I might have been there for a couple of days. <laughs> was, it, was it Kevin Hart says, little, little dogs bark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah, it's it been a couple of times where you know people had to get told. Uh, which is, I I agree with you and that point of um of sometimes it goes from you not having anything. I think we see that, and you know, outside of cruises, we see that in the world of music or in the world. Oh yeah, of, definitely. Yeah, world, like you know, like people grow up with nothing. They get like these million dollar deals, and now it's just like. But bro, you you didn't used to have like that, like. Is it, yeah. <laughs> but you you have a lot of attention on you. Like people are basically the same thing. Like you got you get attention from women, um, you get attention from fans. You're getting you getting all this attention, and now it's just like, oh shit! Like I have these privileges, and I want to use them. You know, I think I think so, it's easier said than done to stay humble and to stay grounded, because a lot of us will never be in a position that like puts you in like that kind of mind frame where you could, it could get to you, you know? But I think the fuck boy is like the, the starter kit. It's like the first two steps on the ladder of like, <laughs> of, of that, you know, of that rich person or singer or athlete or whatever. Like the fuck boy is somebody who got just a little bit of attention. And then all of yeah. a sudden it, it, they didn't stay grounded or they didn't stay humble. Like he just straight went to the head. And let me be clear. You do have to, in my opinion, you do have to also be charismatic because we know there's a lot of people with money. There's a lot of stripes, like you said, like that are actually just still the nerdy kid. You, you have to have some sort of charisma about you because that's what draws us to fuckboys is that they're like, they're charismatic. They're, yep. they're kind of smooth, you know, like, you know, like, but I think you, you tend to find a lot of the people who weren't ever a part of um, of like popular society stood on the outside and watched people interact. So a lot of the people who weren't the most popular are really good at interacting now because they've spent yeah. so long watching other people interact. So they've learned all the cues Ooh. and how people talk and the things people say and how to maybe like manipulate and all that kind of stuff because they were always on the outside watching people do it. Damn. I feel like you just talked about me a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look at me reflecting on my life. We're friends, uh, right? We're friends. Look, look, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I never thought about it like that, but you might be old or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always tell people, like, I don't consider myself growing up as, like, a popular kid. And it's weird because I just had a conversation with my friend Tiff who is on this season. You guys, um, we hear her on this season, or you already heard her on this season already. Um, and we talk about giving and receiving grace. But we've been friends since high school. And I was telling her, I was like, it's weird. We were talking about perception. I never perceived myself as popular, but other people did. But yeah. I always perceived myself as someone who was, because I, I, I was never in a clique all the way. Like I was on academic decathlon, but I also was like playing sports. And yeah. like I was doing like um, dual enrollment. So like my senior year, I only went to school like half the day, you know, but I was working, you know, like, so I was never like with a set group of people. Yeah. So I just never, I always considered like being popular as like being in that group and that's it. But I think because I was never in a set group of people, I did kind of notice how people interact. And like, I got really good at interacting with different social groups, which is yeah. why I think we're so good at our jobs we've done in the past and working on ships and stuff because we are good at being social yep. which is another another thing you need to be to be a fuck boy yep. <laughs> is be social and yeah i think i kind of turned that into what was my fuck boy phase i went through so yeah <laughs> growth <laughs> growth i i've learned i'm full circle now you know um oh man that's funny i never <laughs> <laughs> This is why I do my podcast, people, because I learn things, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, with the starter kit and stuff, too, is what you said, but also I think the other part of the starter kit is the attention, but also the attention from the people that you really want it from. Yeah. Because, you know, like, sometimes you get attention, 
But it's like, and everybody does it. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say about yourself. We all know at least two people. I say at least one person that wants you, but you do not want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we all got at least one person. But if you get attention from that one person that you do want, it gives you this confidence. Yeah. And it's a, it's like the, I feel like for the first time in different instances, it's like, it's a weird confidence of just like, oh shit, I've been chasing after old girl for years. Oh, she really wants me? That must mean that I am like, people want me. Yeah. Well, forget yeah, yeah. old girl, I'm about to go after this. I'm about, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. it gives you this, like, <laughs> and it's like, no, like, she probably just, like, finally realized who you were, and nobody else is on that level yet. So you <laughs> out here just being a fuckboy, you missing out on your girl. Like, she, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that's the other starting, like, the, the starter kit. Also, two diamond earrings. If they got two diamond earrings, just run people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to create a new saying, and it's um, if you've got too many fingers in too many pies, you have to remember girls don't like sticky fingers. You know what I'm saying? There's no you got no more fingers left because all your fingers are sticky. <laughs> I feel like that's a visual that we don't really need. It's a lot. Of, it's, it's a, a, it's a, a lot. There's a lot happening in the visual. I'm thinking about a Megan Thee Stallion or Cardi B video right now, like something just obscenely, just like over the just, top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got you. I got you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many. I'll put fingers. it on the t-shirt. I'm sure I'll do well. I in a certain crowd. <laughs> 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 oh man. Well, the other side of this is that um. Me and Warren have talked about our experiences and how we have grown and where we think it comes from. But also the the later or the, the latter, I guess you always say the latter of it is that we're both at a stage where we're not those people anymore. So now it gets into the realm of if you still have fuckboy friends, do you point it out to them if they like do like how do you go about that and be like yo like bro like I feel like you moving kind of weird you know or do you just wait for them to come to their own realization like because like you said like right now we're friends so if you point out something to me I would take it as like a you know as a friend thing but like how do you approach it? <laughs> I feel like the only time I would do it like I don't know because everyone's on their own journey. I feel like somebody would have told yeah. me seven years ago are oh, you you acted like a dickhead i'd be like fuck are you on about like you don't know what you're talking about and then just move. <laughs> but i feel like the only time i would do it is if i thought if i thought that the person that they were fucking over was like genuinely good for them and yeah. i'd be like bro do you understand that like that is that is like the either the best you're gonna get or like a really good thing like you're fucking it up for for, for this which is nothing yeah. Um, but you know what most people are like. They won't listen even if you say it. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> In my head, I'm going through all my people that I would tell to, and I'm thinking, like, one of them would listen to me, and the rest of them would be like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> They'd say, okay, cool, while texting three other bitches. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> and I, I'm not getting guys out of this, too, because I know a lot of guys who... Um, who have been fucked over by girls who the same thing was just like I I mean like me and Abby and I, I bring it up Abby because we also have an episode this season guys our whole phases so you know you guys hear that wait one. your episode um, with Abby is called whole phases yes we're working Amazing. through whole phases I'm going through like growth this year season three <laughs> is all about growth people like it's <laughs> uh. but one of the things that me and Abby had an issue with is that for a long time we would we would confide in each other the mistakes we were making, but we weren't actually fixing those mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, man, you won't believe what I did last night. Da, 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 da. And then next day, just like, damn, this shit happened again. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Meanwhile, like she's telling me everything I should be doing for it not to happen. But I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not really yeah. listening. Not really following that. through yeah. or changing nothing. Yeah. But like you said, we're on a like we're on a personal journey. When I got to the point where I wanted to for myself, then it was like light switch. Like, yeah. Oh shit. Like yeah, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, this, and this, and I'll be I'll live a happier life. And I think like another thing too 
from a folk from a folk boy standpoint, hypothetically, um, if you have a lot of <laughs> not not taking away from your analogy, but if you're if you're juggling a lot of balls, people, guys and girls, at some point you just get tired of juggling. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's yeah. a lot, it's a lot of work. You know, like checking in on people and like you know keeping track of everything. It's a lot. It's expensive know? as well. It's also expensive. Yes, 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 yes. Which brings us to a side point. If you're getting flued out, do you stop? Like, or like, I mean, because if you if you're getting spent, if your money is being spent on you, you should not grow yet, right? Or should you go ahead? I feel like that is that's. I feel like that is the opposite of a fuckboy. Like a fuckboy is the person who for sex would fly some girl out and then bang and then never speak to her again. But well, we're saying fuckboys are closer to sugar daddies. Than- yeah, I think like a girl that gets flown out is different to a fuckboy. Same, similar vein. I feel, but it's a different, a different growth, a different, a different. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's the same. I feel like they're, I, they're coming only, from different perspectives. I only brought it up because I have a friend, and I ain't gonna say your name. So don't even get nervous. Um, it's not Abby, people, but <laughs> I have another friend. <laughs> she definitely I feel like on paper if I told you everything that she does she probably category being a fuckboy right but she's so good at it she gets flown out like at least three times a month and different guys um, everything on her terms but the way that she talks to these guys and what she like it's like it's actually it's weird because it's kind of like watching a, a like magician well, I'm in awe, but I'm also like, I hope nobody ever does this shit to me. Like, <laughs> because like I've seen both sides of the messages, and like I've heard some voice notes, and I'd be like, damn, they're all in. Damn, this shit crazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's also a person who's lost though. Like, that's a person yeah. who hasn't found something, or like you said, hurt people, hurt people. Like that's a person yeah. that's been hurt, or there's. There's yeah. got to be some reason why as to that is all happening, you know, and they're not trying to find or they're just enjoying the experiences. But it's like, I personally, I don't know how much enjoyment I would get out of baseless or meaningless like interactions past a certain point. Like, I feel like at first it'd be like, oh, yeah, this is fun. It's mm-hmm. interesting. And oh, look where I am this week. But then after a certain point, you get to a certain age, you have enough, you have a certain amount of experience. I feel like you have to grow and you have to kind of go, yeah, this isn't for me anymore. I or maybe not. I, or not. I mean, I agree with you because I'm I'm there now, but I mean 2016 Drake probably. <laughs> um, 2016 yeah. Drake was with 2016 <laughs> Warren having a great time. Bruh, I look, if you told me five years ago, well, COVID aside, if you told me five years ago, I'd be the person I am today. I'd be like, the fuck you lying? <laughs> <laughs> I know you fucking lying. Like, I, I, yeah, they, the Drake today is just, yeah, it's a whole different, um, whole different person than I was in 2016. <laughs> and we appreciate the, the growth, bro. We yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some of it's been for the good. So <laughs> sometimes I want to bring back, you know, petty Drake sometimes because, you know, people be trying me. But <laughs> my pay, pay, pay Drake needs a Netflix series more than anything. Man, I man, I don't know. I probably I probably get a lot of messages for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's get back into our pasta right quick. So we've already got our pasta cooking. It is ready. We can taste it. We can check it. But it is ready now, guys. Our vegetables have been cooked down. We should start to see fund on the bottom of the pan, which is that F O N D. That's that brown part that's on the bottom of your pan when you're cooking. And I didn't mention before, we're using a a regular skillet here. So you have nonstick skillets and your regular skillets, what I like to call them. It's easier for everybody. And we're using a regular skillet, not a nonstick skillet today. That's because since we're making this sauce and everything in the pan, we want that fun to form and it won't form on a nonstick skillet. So that's going to help us with our flavor profile here. Now, we already seasoned our onions, peppers, and mushrooms. Remember, that was part of bringing out the water with the salt, the pepper, the jerk seasoning. The next step is to cook our shrimp. Now, while our pasta is done, we don't want to leave it in the water because, as I mentioned, we don't want to overcook it. So you want to drain your pasta in the sink 
with a colander or whatever you drain your pasta with, you do want to save some of your pasta water. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But save some of your pasta water and then put your pasta right back in that same pot that you boiled it in because it's already hot. And then add a little bit of extra virgin olive oil just to keep your pasta from sticking. So your pasta won't stick until it gets cold. But if it gets cold with no oil on it, then it will start to stick together because it's the only thing that it will cling to. So we're going to keep it warm. And we're going to put just enough oil on it that if it does cool down, they won't stick together. Now, for our shrimp, we're going to go directly into the pan, not taking any vegetables out. And we're going to cook the shrimp and get some sears on the shrimp. So move everything out of the center. The center of your pan is going to be the highest part. So move all your vegetables to the sides. Cook your shrimp in the center. Get the sear on it. Flip it over. We're using kind of large shrimp here. So that's two things here. You're cooking at home. Don't cook baby shrimp. Come on. <laughs> and then Give also like, something to taste. Yeah, give yourself something to taste. And also that presentation, guys. Like, you know, you want like big shrimp in your pasta. Like, we, you know, do it for the gram. You know? <laughs> do it for the, the gram. <laughs> but, you know, we got the shrimp so we can flip it over. Once your shrimp flips over, now the fun begins. So we're going to go straight into making this sauce. So first thing we need to do is get all that fun up off the bottom of the pan. We have more announcements and shrimp is in there. We're going to deglaze the pan. We're deglazing with some white wine. So for some recipes like chicken alfredo or if you're doing this with chicken, you can also deglaze with stock. So you can use chicken stock or um, beef stock if you don't drink alcohol for some reason. And <laughs> in this Crazy case, we people. do. Yeah, I don't know. Like, unless it's religious reasons, then we understand. Or um, <laughs> we don't judge. Them. Yes, yes. Um, but in this case, we're drinking, so we can use white wine. Also, I've been, um, I've also used tequila in this because you just need a liquid that will basically deglazing is taking this hot pan with its fun on the bottom and then pouring in a liquid that is the opposite temperature, room temp or cold, and the disposition of it will cause everything to boil up and come off of the pan. So it's it's going to come into the pot. So we just need something that's room temp here. Um, so I'm using white wine. I will use a Pinot Grigio instead of a Chardonnay just because I don't want an extra woodsy kind of flavor. And I just take those um, fruit flavors a little bit for here. And then once it deglazes, now we have that. We already started that. We already started a pan sauce in general. The next step is to add in our, our dairy, guys. So we're adding in heavy cream. Adding your parm and your cream cheese all at the same time. While this cooks down, this is going to form our actual sauce for the pasta, the rasta pasta. So it's kind yeah. of a shrimp alfredo, just like homemade version of it. And while this is cooking down, you want to go ahead and season again. So add some jerk seasoning in. Because every time you add cream or dairy to something, remember that all your seasoning has gone down at least half. So the reason why we drink dairy when something's very hot is because it coats our palate mm. and it gives us a thick layer of our tongue so we don't have to taste the hotness anymore. So the same thing happens with flavors. If you add cream to your soup or cream to anything, you have to add more flavor in there. In this case, it's the jerk seasoning. Yeah. You want to bring your flavor back up. Now, while that's going, we have our pasta ready to go. Our sauce is being made. The last thing here is to chop up some fresh cilantro. And this is going to be for two things. I actually like adding cilantro into my sauce to give it the flavor and the color, but I also like putting it on top, you know, it's part of a garnish. So two, two sets of reasons why we're doing our cilantro here. And the only thing we have left is to cook this sauce down, add our pasta in, and we have rasta pasta, guys. So the last step here that I would mention is plating. We always, we've been talking about the gram. I'm just joking, guys. Like, cook for yourself. Don't cook for other people. But if you do make an amazing dish, you know, like, make sure they want to see it. Yeah, of course. And if you are plating, like, if we're using linguine, we can do the bird's nest effect, which means, like, make it tall. Like, height gives you, like, great pictures. It also looks great. But if you're using something like panini um, or uh, I can't think of any pastas right now. But if you're using any pastas that are that Fuse, not fuselli, fuselli, is that one the spiral one? Fettuccine. Oh, oh, you, oh, uh, I know what you're talking that, about that one. That Italian one. people yes. here, so yes. the spiral. Everyone I'm thinking about is long, like tagliatelle, linguine, pasta. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, but if you're using a different one, the key here is to use a spoon and to use a bigger plate or a bigger bowl 
so that you have negative space. So this way, it doesn't just look like a bowl full of pasta. It'll look yeah. like a constructed dish and then put the shrimp on, make sure you put more shrimp on top. So they see the shrimp first. And then you put a little bit of cilantro just to bring the color up. Because some of your colors from your peppers will be muted because you did add heavy cream in there. But we want to make sure that it looks amazing when we put it all together. So our pasta is done and we are we're done with our dish. But um, for today, is there anything you want to leave the people with on your thoughts about fuckboys and your journey and um <clears throat> You know, I, I've grown from this conversation since you pointed stuff out to me. So, <laughs> um, I'd like to think that most people are on just a journey in general. So, whether that takes like five years or fifteen years, you hope that people can grow through whatever situation they're currently in. I feel like with fuck boys, sometimes it doesn't happen, but given the right situation and the right guidance, maybe the right relationship, whatever, whatever, like you can grow and turn into something else. So um, the grass isn't always greener and just, just sometimes take a step back and appreciate somebody else's perspective. All right. All right. I, I mean, I think for me, I would say, especially just for this conversation and, and then the idea of putting a fuck boy, I do feel like hurt people hurt people. Like it's a it's something I've always felt. Like ever since I heard that phrase, I'm sorry, internalized. I was like, shit, you're right. Like I lash out more when I've been hurt. And yeah. if I think back to my fuckboy days, like I was definitely lashing out. Like no, yeah. like not intentionally sometimes, but when I was a, when I became aware of it, you know, I changed my ways. And yeah, I think what you said, like growth. You know, like every journey is different. You know, there's no time frame. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, don't feel bad if it takes you a couple more years to get out of this situation. As long as you're aware of something and you're trying and you're like trying to obtain it, I think that you should be commended for it. Um, I think the opposite of that, though, is the narcissist who is just like, shit, you listen to this episode and just like, I am a fuckboy. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna keep like, doing me, baby. Or you know, you got a pen out, just like that's a good idea. Like you, you been right. <laughs> now, if that's the case, yeah, I, I'm, help I'm, yeah, I'm sending you healing energy, <laughs> <laughs> and we just hope that one day you get it together, um, or that you don't run into somebody that ever does run up on you with a gun or something. You know, like that. You know, I, I like, said it as a joke, but. You know, the other thing that I always say is you can't control how people react to your action. So, sure. you know, be careful how you treat people out here, guys yeah. and girls, guys and girls. Be careful. All right, guys. So thank you again for joining us for another episode. And thank you, Warren, for joining me once again. You have been on every season. Um, It's a big <laughs> shout out, guys. Like, uh, I guess if you don't know, like there's these things called time zones. <laughs> and I always have to make sure that when I'm doing these um, podcast episodes with my people overseas, like we're in the good space, like for them and for me. And Warren always comes through. So big shout out oh, to I'm you. Sorry, man. Like I, I enjoy making these episodes. It's always a fun time. And then it's, it's always breaking. Like I always enjoy breaking down different topics as well from my perspective. Cause that's yeah. about the only thing I could do. So <laughs> um, I enjoy the, the the variety of all the different things that we tend to talk about. So yeah, man, I'll be back next next time as well if you'll have me. Yeah, man. You know, I'll keep going until they say they don't want to hear me no more. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So be sure to check out Warren on his Instagram and get the tattoo if you are in the London and Birmingham area in the UK. Just just, just, just in the know. UK in general. Come just and see in the me. UK. I'm, I'm based in Birmingham. Just moved to a new shop in Shirley, which is kind of Sully Hallway. Um, and yeah, it's called Vivid Ink Shirley. If you want a tattoo, hit me up. Come and say hello. Um, don't don't come with any malintent or <laughs> firearms, please. Please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. Until next time, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Cooking Your Way Through Life with Chef Hollywood. <laughs>